welcome back to another episode of Can You Survive? Today we'll be matching up the Gerald R. Ford class aircraft carrier versus the helicarrier from Marvel Comics. And our guests are Corbin Wagner and Jackson Kleinman. Let's hear a little bit more about the helicarrier. So the helicarrier is basically a forward class carrier ship, but it has a wingspan, which the wings have a kind of propeller on them which measure up to 1,400 feet long, and it's 830 feet from wingtip to wingtip. It has big guns, an apparent super weapon somewhere, and an underbelly surveillance hub. It It also has the ability of going invisible, but it can't mute its sound. Now, let's hear a little bit more about the Ford class carrier. Let's hear a little bit more about the Gerald Ard Ford class carrier. All right. So the builder of this ship is the Newport Shipbuilding, and it is operated by the United States Navy, and it's produced by the Nimitz class. The program, the program costs around thirty-seven point thirty billion dollars, and one costs around twelve point nine nine eight billion dollars. The one, the three that are in service have been in service since twenty seventeen. They are building one. They have two ordered, ten planned, completed four, and have too active that's a lot of money (laughs) it is around 1106 feet long with a beam of 256 long a height of 250 feet a draft of 39 feet and 25 decks it has two beckel a1b nuclear reactors with four shaft propulsion in excess of 30 knots on in the range of an unlimited life it is endurance of 50 years and 508 officers with around 378 men. It takes a crew of around 2,600 men to operate. The missiles, the most, the armament of the, are the surface-to-air missiles, two RIM-162-ESMM launchers that can launch nuclear-capable RAM missiles. Then they have a two RIM-116RESM launchers that are able able to cost that are able to cause havoc on any land targets. We also have two Falcon CIWS missiles and 50 caliber machine guns mounted on the deck. Around four of these. There's around 75 different types of aircraft carriers and this one is the most powerful in its class. All right. Now let's hear about the battle. All right, Jackson, where is this battle taking place? This battle will take place in the ocean. All right, and so the Gerald Ard Ford class will be equipped with the newly equipped lasers that have been equipped to all of the aircraft carriers and will have around eight Sparrow missiles, which are nuclear missiles. Jackson, will we be using nuclear-capable devices in this? No. Okay, and I've heard you said in the past, will they... Uh, Helicarrier have the Avengers on it? No. Okay. Um, so what are its strengths? Well, the Helicarrier can fly. It has a super weapon. And Nick Fury commands it, and that's just awesome. And it has many, many cannons that it can um, attack with a barrage of... Fire. So it looks like it has around five cannons on each side and around two to three in the front. Is that correct? Yeah, that is a correct. And then the super weapon is a 
gigantic thing mounted on the top. On the top? Yes. Okay, so... From the pictures I have looked at, yes. And the right. research I have done, yeah. So the super weapon is on top. But I would say the super weapon is going to become useless because the aircraft carrier is going to be below it. Well... And so it can't shoot... Can it aim down? Well, the helicarrier is an amphibious vehicle. It can be in both the water and in the air. Okay. So, for this fight, do you think it'll be in the air or the water? Because it looks like almost all of its larger guns are going to be below the water level from what we showed on in the Marvel series when the helicarrier rose up. You kind of saw as the guns came out from underwater. Do you think those guns can shoot underwater? No, but... I do believe that it will be able to uh, be able to switch from in air to water fairly quickly because its rising capabilities are pretty fast considering how heavy of a vehicle it is. And aircraft carriers aren't, ex- well, they're not exactly the fastest vehicle ever built. No, no, they're not. Okay. <laughs> and so do you think, that how long do you think it might be for it to rise up? One like five to anywhere between five and fifteen minutes, depending on the conditions, is right. my bet. All right. So for this for this battle, where will it will be in the sky or on the land or on the water to start? I think we should start in the water. Okay. And so I would say once the helicarrier spots the aircraft carrier. I would say they both kind of activate missile launch systems, yeah, and your gun starts firing. And I would say it probably hit, I would say probably knocks off a good portion of the landing strip in front of it, but that's not going to damage it too well. And by that time, before it knocked off, there was a few F-16s kind of flew into the air. Yeah, I believe that the helicarrier will have launched some planes as well. Okay, so they're kind of having an aerial battle above the helicarrier, and above both of the ships. It's massive ships. And what's also extremely cool about the Gerald R. Four-class carrier, it is one of the only air aircraft carriers that is equipped with torpedoes. Does your ship have a torpe- or torpedo stopping mechanism? Um, it's Nick Fury, so probably. Okay. And the it also, as seen in the first Avengers movie, carries planes with capabilities to launch launch nuclear missiles yeah but we're not using nukes this battle because it'd be like two seconds boom 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 boom. (laughs) yeah all right and so they're kind of having an aerial battle since yours are a little bit more do you think they're both the same plane because the avengers isn't shown that much more ahead of where we are today and the f-16 is one of the most advanced planes, well, it is the most advanced plane, because on Raider, it shows as a marble. It's extremely hard to track down. It's the size of a marble on Radar. Do you think these planes will be evenly matched in the skies? I do believe so. Um, I think that they will carry F-16s and some other planes, like maybe an F-22 or two, depending on the importance of where they're going. And F-22s are nearly impossible to find on radar yeah okay and so these two like super ships are kind of fighting each other 
And this aircraft carrier is the Gerald, the Gerald R4 class carrier. It is extremely cool because of its new class. It is able to launch bombers. And so it launches what is called practically in the army is called the Angel of Death, which is a B-52. It is a very large bomber. And it goes above, I would say, above the aerial battle that's already happening because it flew out backwards. It's very heavy. And so it kind of takes a while. And by this time, it's above it. And it drops, starts kind of dropping bombs. Does the helicarrier have, um, like, anti-aircraft or anti-weaponized missiles? Uh, I'm... I believe that they have cannons mounted on the top, manable cannons, so they can shoot down, shoot at the planes. But the helicarrier also has invisibility capabilities, so if it went invisible at this point in time, the bomber wouldn't be able to get a lock and hit it. Lock on the target? Unless okay. it had. But in the Marvel sensor. movies, it shows that it gets invisible from the bottom. Does that also work on the top? I believe it just goes from bottom up. So all the way to the top? Yes, I believe so. Okay. And so, I mean, it kind of already saw. How fast does this move in the water? Um, probably about as fast, maybe a little bit um, slower in the water than normal aircraft carriers. Okay, so. Because of the wings, but the wings may also give it a tiny bit of a speed boost in the water. Yeah. So, so I'd the, say about the same. So the Gerald Ford class carrier moves about 25 knots, and that's not very fast for aircraft carriers. And since of its size, I think once they see it, they'd be able to drop bombs and hit it pretty evenly. But even if they did do damage to the helicarrier, the helicarrier can actually, it, it can almost separate into different ships. So if they did a lot of damage to the back half, yeah, they could just separate the front half from that back half. Oh, okay. And so I would say it kind of hit some of the front because it was starting to move away. And so it kind of hits the front of it where that large gun is mounted. It doesn't extremely damage it. But it does a tiny bit of damage. Like yeah, but it knocks it's, out some of its power. It's not as fireable anymore. So it's not as rapid. So it takes like a few more minutes to reload and fire again. Yes. Um. Well, I would say that the... The helicarrier's in the air still at this point. Yeah. But I believe that the cannons mounted on the bottom have started firing at the Ford class and have done considerable damage. Oh, yeah, lots of damage. And I would say its best option was to be to launch some of its... Wait, because in the beginning of the battle, you said it was on the water, and now it's in the air? Yeah, it took off. Okay. And so while it was taking off, I would think we probably launched like maybe a few more torpedoes and those torpedoes got a good amount of damage on some of these side guns here. Yeah. And so I would say maybe like I have like six left or something. Yeah. Cuz you had about 10 on each side. So we knocked five out on about each four side, or five. Yeah. Cuz that would be a very fair fight in the yeah. air if it had all those weapons. Yeah. I think that's a fair um a fair hit. Fair assumption. Okay, and so it's in the air. It's not doing too hot because the front of it's kind of got bombed. has a little bit of electricity malfunctions. But, I mean, it is a hell carrier, so it's doing just fine flying in the air. I think that the cannons mounted on the front, the, that they are also, um, they're working on getting those ready to 
uh, fire once it goes back down into the water. Because if it keeps taking damage like this, it's going to have to go down in a little bit. Okay. And so, was the B-52 shot down? I would say so, because bombers tend to be a slower plane. slower than fighters. Yeah. And the helicarrier can carry so many fighters. So, yeah, it kind of, like, one it of did them. its run, and then the other planes kind of came down, shot it down, and it went into the air. Yeah. And so, now I would say they'd activate what's called the kind of the the board class carrier's super weapon which is a plane and it's a blackbird it's kind of a it's an extremely stealth nuclear capable but for this fight it will not be nuclear capable and it kind of takes off and it not really but it almost has it flies so high that it almost becomes invisible because of the sky and its color and so it takes off and you're not seeing this plane anymore and you're in the air, and it's flying a considerable amount, thousands of feet above you. And it drop, drops what's called a, a sparrow, and it's a like a locking target. And so it locks onto that front gun because it's been having a large heat source because it's been firing so much. And so it's a very large heat source, and that sparrow locks on and just comes in at that gun. I think that the because of how advanced and high tech the technology on the helicarriers yeah they'll be able to detect the sparrow and so they'll detach the front half from the back path back half yeah and so now they're considerably lighter so they can move faster and they'll be able to get away before the sparrow can hit the gun but or these... get, either get away or shoot it down okay before it can hit the gun but these missiles they're not they're moving incredibly fast because there's some of the Russian, the new Russians, their missiles, I think they launched at Mach 1, they said one of their rockets were, and the U.S. is only not very far behind that, and so they're launching rockets at that pace, and do you think it would have enough time to be, to get, to drop it and get out of the way? Well, I think that the helicarrier and all the tech would be able to detect the blackbird or the, the, the plane Yeah. as it takes off and they'll be able to almost like track it. They'll they'll have a warning of some sort. Again, okay, so because like a they're, missile launch, like a yeah. missile launch, like beep, 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 yeah. beep. So that's kind of happening. Because again, the technology is so much more advanced on that than on that helicarrier. anywhere else. And so it comes down and it, is it shot down? How high above is it shot down? The missile? Yeah. Um, not very far. Probably only 50 to 100 feet. Like, it's a close call. So, I would say it did a significant amount of damage the to the explosion planes on the decks and stuff. Because it's a very large, very explosive missile. It did yeah. a very large amount of damage to those planes up top. Mm-hmm. And so I would say it's kind of lost a lot of its planes because either the explosion force kind of pushed them off the deck and they fell off, yeah. or there's, they're just fried from the explosion and they have their rudders and stuff are all messed up. I believe that the um, cannons on the helicarrier too have kind of helped out the planes that the helicarrier launched and shot down some of the planes from the Ford while they've also been doing quite a bit of damage to the Ford. Like, the Ford's pretty beat up at All this right. point. So, at this point, the Ford's starting to sink. And so, it kind of 
it's kind of like a death wish for the Ford, but it can activate a very weird, uh, oh my gosh, what is it called? A very odd missile. And it's kind of like a torpedo, but since almost all of the torpedoes haven't hit, it what it does is it goes into the water, and once it goes like below or above its target, it explodes, and like three missiles launch out of like that tiny torpedo that they shot out. And since they're so close, I would say the Gerald Ford class kind of starts to like sway and then starts to tip over, and those three missiles strike the bottom of. Like, or, the, like one of the wings on the helicarrier. Yeah, and the helicarrier just like starts to tip and goes straight down. And I would say this is a very even fight since they're so close to generation. And that I would say the helicarrier wins because it died because it died last. But it's it, a very even fight. I believe that even the helicarrier, they'd be able to put more power into the other, other side, other thrusters, okay. and be able to pull it even in time to land okay. in the water. So I would say for this episode, fiction wins.